It's the Pup and Paws cast, presented by Dog and Company in Cookville. Call them at 528-BARK. That's 931-528-BARK. And thank them for sponsoring this Pup and Paws cast. I'm Sheila Scruggs. Ariel Marengo fosters dogs with ARF. She's also one of the coordinators with the organization. So we're going to find out a little bit more about her aspect of ARF. Why did you start fostering in the first place? And also, why did you choose dogs? Well, this is a story that's personal just to me, but I had a dog and she's the best dog ever. And I I kind of wanted a buddy for her, but I wasn't really ready to commit to a second dog yet. And so I looked into fostering and it took me a while to get up the nerve to actually do it. It turned out to be awesome and super rewarding. And I ended up having probably about 100 second dogs, if you will. Um, Those were the dogs that were buddies for my dog. And then we finally found another dog that ended up being our permanent second dog. So then we fostered multiple other dogs after that. And the companionship of another dog turned into this wonderful, rewarding cycle of helping dogs. So you thought it was just, I'll just try and see how, see if I like it. Yeah, exactly. And it was, as you can imagine, it was so rewarding that I wanted to keep doing it over and over again. And actually at my house right now, I have one, two, three, four foster dogs right now, in addition to my own two dogs and three cats. How long have you been fostering animals? I started in 2009. Seems like a long time, but it has just flown by. So how do you choose your fosters? Well, I specialize in certain things. I specialize in scared dogs. I specialize in dogs that have special medical needs. And sometimes I just take dogs because they really need me. So right now at my house, I have an Australian Shepherd who's recovering from a leg surgery and a tail surgery. I have a lab mix who had a broken pelvis and had to have her tail amputated. And I've got a black lab and a little puppy. That is a lot of personalities from the grown dogs to the injured dogs and to the little dogs. Yes, but you know, it's funny. Most of the time, everybody gets along really well. They play, they roughhouse, they make us laugh every day. So that's the the rewarding thing for you, too, knowing that you're saving them, and but they also... Make your life a lot more fun. Oh, yes. And the really rewarding part is being able to send them on to a new home that I know is even better than what I can offer them. Once you find a dog to foster, what's next? Well, most of the time, the dogs that we take in need all of their medical care addressed, which is going to mean if they come in with illnesses or injuries or parasites, all of that stuff gets taken care of before they go up for adoption. I know you mentioned the puppies. Is that really different than the grown dogs that you foster? (laughs) I prefer grown dogs myself. Puppies are a little bit different. If you have just one puppy at a time, it's usually no big deal. It's just, you know, a little bit more keeping up with potty training and stuff like that. But if you take in a litter of puppies, it's a whole different situation. And we are so desperate to have people who, for instance, have a spare room or a basement or a garage or something where you could keep a litter of puppies until they're ready to be adopted. Because a lot of times when you get puppies, if you have four to eight puppies at a time, it's not really feasible to keep those all together in the house. But if you have a big area where you could put up a little puppy pen, basically it's a process of loving them, 
cleaning up after them and laughing when they're doing cute things. See, that's what I think most people think of. Oh, puppies. Why don't you want to take in more puppies? <laughs> really, they're so time consuming, though. They are cute and they're adorable. Oh, they are. And it, it's just it depends on your situation at home, because if you do have a garage area or someplace where you don't have to worry about your floors, <laughs> because puppies do go to the bathroom a lot. But good thing they're cute. <laughs> That's it. Their cuteness saves them. Yes. <laughs> what would you say if somebody is wanting to be a foster and they're kind of like you, you were just going to give it a try and they'll look at you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, what is your favorite thing about it? Is there like a, a story that stands out that you found a, a home for for one well, of your dogs? Just or? recently. I mean, I had this dog that another person found tied to a light pole and she had obviously hadn't had the best life. She was scared. She was kind of grouchy with other dogs. She was just an odd little dog. And I had her for several weeks. And she started coming out of her shell and warming up and getting happy and doing all this cute stuff. And I started teaching her and she was really eager to learn. And finally, we found a family for her that literally drove from Southern Florida to Tennessee Without having met this dog in person, we just texted and exchanged videos and, you know, FaceTimed, drove probably 12, 13 hours to come meet this dog. I get regular updates. This dog has an amazing life. And I know that that was possible because Arf and myself, you know, we brought, we all worked together and we were able to get this dog into just the home that she needed. What I think that is so great about you, you are great at being patient. And you're great at training them. <laughs> I've seen Ariel in action. You really are. You're great. You enjoy training. I do. I don't really have time to do much training anymore, but it's been one of those things that some dogs, they come in with never having even had anybody teach them how to sit. And that's like the most basic thing. So I try to make sure at least all of my fosters know how to sit on command or with a treat or have them shake hands. That's it, the main two, isn't it? Yes. Sit and, and give me your paw. Yes, because <laughs> it, it helps with introducing them to people because they're not jumping all over them. They're sitting instead. And it's just charming to have a dog offer you their paw. Well, if someone is thinking about being a foster to dogs, do they just go on your website? Yes, that's the best way to do it is to go on our website. And a lot of people look at the foster application and kind of feel intimidated because it is a long form. And in the grand scheme of things, we figure if you're willing to fill out the form, you're going to have the patience. You're going to have what it takes to foster, basically. And you can visit the website. It's ARF, A-A-R-F dash T-N like for Tennessee.com, arf-tn.com. Ariel Morangle, thank you so much. Thank you. And we encourage everybody to follow us on Facebook also. You can find us real easy by typing in at A-A-R-F-T-N. And thanks to our sponsor of the Pup and Paws cast, Dog and Company, South Jefferson Avenue in Cookville, 528 Bark.